Hello, and welcome to Five Questions with Steve Moulter. That's me. Today's guest is Terry Marshall, uh, who has been deeply involved in social justice for more than 20 years and is the founder of uh, Intelligent Mischief, which is a creative action design lab that uses culture, narrative, and design to hack social change. Terry's deep involvement in social justice includes a number of pretty awesome things, uh, including cultural organizing, creative production, curation, writing, cultural research, dance, event production, design, and political strategy, and most recently, which we find out today, uh, is he's a comic book writer. So obviously this guy can do it all. Uh, Anyway, meet Terry. So you were going to talk about getting lost in Cuba. I'm super curious how you can get lost in Cuba with, what, 10 words Spanish or whatever? <laughs> and then find your way back to the States, yes. which is over water. <laughs> so yeah, regale me. I would love to know what's going on there. Oh, so, um, so crazy story. So, um, do, do you want the whole story? You know, give me like the, uh, you know, the quick and dirty bullets. The, the quick but, and dirty you know, bullets? Yeah, okay. I think that'd be cool. All right. So, quick and dirty bullets. Um, 1998, uh, there was a there was a conference happening in Cuba. Uh, you know, I do social justice work. Um, some a group here in the U.S. like kind of put up money and sponsored for me to go, and I went with this group that was called the U.S. Cuba Friendship Group. Um, and so they brought a bunch of people who had never been to Cuba before, and like you know, kind of gave us a tour, like put us like hotel, like um, carry around. And um, interesting thing was uh, Tom Morello from Rage Against Machine was in my group. Him, his girlfriend, and his mother. I love Tom Morello. I grew up, I'm a guitar player, and he was one of my biggest influences growing up. Oh, my God. Amazing. Yo, and I I was a huge Rage Against the Machine fan. This is 1998, right? So this is like... It's like their peak. Two years after Evil Empire. Yes. Yes. So so the whole time, I'm like just bugging, because I was hanging out with him and talking to him and everything. So, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um... Wonderful trip. Meet some people. Everything's great. Uh, going back, we all had different times. We went to the airport. So one of, one of the people, um, they had a local Cuban boyfriend who, like, they was like, we went to the airport at the same time. Gave me a ride in the morning. Um, I missed my flight. I oh. <laughs> rookie so, mistake. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, we leave the hotel, miss my flight because like some mix up. I misunderstood something. You no know, ten words, and. And so I'm like, oh, snap, because the other person had left, right? And I'm like, I know the name of the hotel, right? But, like, I don't have, you know, I don't have, like, contacts, tell you what. So, and uh, did I have a cell phone? That's, yeah, I'm thinking, like, 98, maybe 98. had, like, a flip phone or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Right? Maybe. And I definitely did it. <laughs> yeah, and that's a big maybe, right? Yeah, you totally know. So, so one, I, what, I'm trying to remember what did I do. I... Oh, I went to a taxi cab, found a taxi cab. And first I found, I remember one of the people I met who was American that was staying a couple weeks longer, I had their address. So I got the taxi cab, take me to their address. I go to their address and I talk to some people around there, find out the family's at the beach. Don't know when they're coming back. Uh, so then I go, I, I'm like, I have, I, I'm, I have very little money. That's point two, right? <laughs> and so I told them, like, I told them, like, the name of the hotel people directed me the, the, where the hotel was and I had a, like 
I had to like walk across this highway. I had like luggage. I got on a bus. I get back to the hotel. I get back to the hotel, and I'm trying to find because I don't know what time other people's flights are. They're all yeah. leaving, and then um, so you know, blah blah blah. Miraculously, the Cuban boyfriend of one of the other people happened to be there, and he's like. Terry, I just dropped you off. What, are you okay? And I was like, Oh my god, you gotta help me. Da, da, da. He's like, Yo, come hang out with me. Turns out this guy is like, he he's like running a like a within Cuba a illegal taxi. Service. Oh, nice. So we're like dodging like authorities as he takes me around. He uh he he I stay at his apartment uh for for the night. We go out to his club or so. Uh, turns out he was cheating on his wife with, with the person oh. <laughs> in the group. And, and so I'm like, so that's all, this is all awkward because he's speaking to me in English. His wife doesn't understand English. Oh, wow. And he's like talking about this in front. And I kept trying to change the subject. I was like, dude, no, I don't want to, wow. I don't want to talk about this. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, da, da, da. And I'm like, I'm like, no, stop, stop, stop. Like, <laughs> so he gets me, he gets me back to the airport. And um, we explained to him that, like, I don't have any money. I missed my flight. And it was like, at the airport, the people were saying, oh, you have to pay $100. For missing the you know flight, and I was like, no, I literally I can't access my bank accounts because there's a sanctions on right. Cuba. Totally, <laughs> I'm stuck here, and uh, so I thought, so I really thought like I was gonna be stuck there because yeah. like I'm gonna have to like work and make money to pay the hundred dollars. Oh my god, <laughs> to get out here, and then literally miracle. So they they said they told me to come back the next day because he brought me right back. So they said the, the next flight's the next morning or so, and so. He, we get up early in the morning. His car didn't have enough gas, so we had to run across some fields. Like this is all of this is true. Dude, this is amazing. <laughs> and this is I'm like, and I have like luggage with me. Yeah, right? yeah, I have yeah. A luggage. I can so picture I'm like, like a wheelie thing, like <laughs> through fields and across highways. So we like run across the field. We get to the highway. We hitchhike to the airport because that's that's just what you do in Cuba. Oh you hitchhike, God. right? Uh, you, like there's trucks that go by. It's like it's almost like the bus system there, and so we get to the we get to the airport. I think that's when actually that's when the first when we first went back. They had told me like, oh, you just missed your flight. You have to come back the next morning. Right. When we came back the next morning after doing all that, then they said like you have to pay a hundred dollars. Oh my god. And I couldn't. I didn't have a hundred dollars. Then there was some other people who were from Boston who I knew who okay. were also down there at the same time. I didn't know what their flight was. They just had their flight happened to be that flight. Oh my God. And so they show up and I'm like, oh my God, what are y'all doing here? And they were like, Terry, what are you doing here? And then they were like, they heard what happened. And then they they one of the people said like I'm I'm gonna pay for you. Like yeah, here's a hundred dollars whatever. And then I was like, yo, thank you, thank you, thank you. Praise <laughs> and I get and so we, we get to um you know we we went through Canada. Yeah. And oh so uh, funny end them to it is um uh when i was in cuba while i'm thinking like i'm stuck forever so i'm trying to figure out how to get back i managed to make an international call to one of my friend one of my best friends here in boston and like i'm saying I, he could hear me every other word so he's probably hearing like i'm cuba stuck <laughs> money none <laughs> this is all he's hearing so when i get to when I get to um, Toronto, no, not to Montreal. When I get to Montreal, and we come out of the airport, the, the there's an announcement over the airport speakers like Terry Marshall, 
come to think. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking like the U.S. authorities. Uh, yeah, they got you. They got me. <laughs> oh shoot! Like I can't believe this. I I just survived getting out of there. Right. So right. And then I I walk up and then they say to me, they're like, "Are you Terry Marshall? Oh, your friend, so and so called. He explained everything. Don't worry about that. We have a hotel for you. We're actually going to provide transportation for you back to the U.S." Oh my god! <laughs> and I was like, "Wow! Oh, that's like, epic!" Yeah. So yeah. it sounds like you shouldn't learn another language because you clearly made it work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you knew Spanish, you'd have been like right home. It would have been like no story. <laughs> exactly. What is the most difficult thing you've ever had to do in your life? Most difficult thing I ever had to do in my life. Hmm. Most difficult thing. I don't know. I don't know. The most difficult thing. I feel uh, maybe because that makes me think of like deep sorrow. Mm. I mean, it doesn't have to be. <laughs> <laughs> no, not necessarily. <laughs> not necessarily. Um, man, I would say like just maybe. Honestly, maybe like surviving, yeah. Like just, yeah. just like surviving in life and the things you learn and have to do um, to survive. Um, yeah, and like you know, like coming to terms with some of that, like coming to terms with like I say for myself in particular, like realizing in life, like there's racism that exists, right? Yeah. There's um, you know, all these different systems of oppression, and and then realizing when you come to terms of like I think when I was younger way younger I thought maybe some things are bad but you know my personal belief is like um, we live in a system a world that's like multiple layers of systems that like benefit a few right there's elite and then the rest of us and I had to come to terms with like realizing that like that uh, what I wanted to do in my life was like to fight back against those systems or at least like create conditions for people to thrive right no, no matter who they are right you know it was like really coming be like this is what I want to do for my life you know and, and committing to that and like guiding my life guiding my life in a way um, to do that you know yeah and like what kind of steps did you take I mean how do you go from having that realization to actually implementing that in your mm-hmm. life? Uh, implement I I mean for me Cause I had such like a, I think I have like a Unique upbringing You know Like um, So my parents My family is like Christian mm-hmm. um, You know But not Not super religious Like they didn't really go to church much uh, But they sent me to a Muslim school <laughs> Because it was like a private school yeah. And it, it did really well And so That school also like Really instilled in us like Um a lot of like good values and like particularly around social justice, particularly around like black pride mm. and so forth. And it was like Sunni Muslims, Orthodox Muslim, yeah, but yeah, yeah. majority black. Um, and I think like that influenced me a lot in my life. Um, and I think when I got older, I just um, like some things. Okay, like for one, uh, <laughs> it's funny. Like for for one, like uh, when I went to school in college. Um, I ended up owing money to school and then like I made a decision of like just dropping out like I dropped out of college um and it's not you know it's not something like I like 
I don't care. I'm not gonna say it. like I was like I was not saying like I advocate like everyone do this. You right. Know? I, find, I I just advocate everyone find their own path. But right. I knew what I wanted to do in life, and I knew like I was like I don't I don't really need this. Totally. You know. I know I want to like, um, <clears throat> you know, fight for liberation. I want to like uh, do do things for a social cause. Um, I knew how I wanted to do that. I knew like I wanted to use like arts and culture to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna find my way. Right, you know, right, and that I think that was like a major turning point. Especially, I was like, hey, I, I owe money. Why am I? Why am I doing this? Yeah, you know, like I need to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna venture out and find a way. That's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. How do you define failure? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would probably say never trying. Yeah, yeah. That's I. I think. Um, I don't want to sound hokey, but <laughs> too late. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's true. I think I think like failure is only like if you didn't try. Yeah, you know. And I think if like you keep trying and um, you keep attempting at your goals, um, you know, with within reason, right? Because right. I. Because <laughs> like you know, there's there's all these like self help things that like tell everyone like. One, one that treats everyone like they're the same mm-hmm. and they're not um, mm-hmm. treats everyone as if everyone's on the same playing field and they're not right and so like understand where like something may not work and then figure out what does work you know you have to understand that but I think it's still key and essential to say like you shouldn't give up if you believe in something and mm-hmm. really try to do it you can't don't give up yeah. like that's that's the only thing that could be failure have you have you ever had moments in your life where you think you failed Say again. Have you had moments in your life where you think you failed, or where um, you've perceived that you failed? Yes, I've thought I failed, um, but then I didn't give up at it. <laughs> so, so where, 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 what were some of those failures to you? Um, like, what did they look like, or what happened? Huh? I have to think about these. I like. I was like, where, where have I failed? <laughs> it's good that you have to think about it. <laughs> I was like, failure. What is that? <laughs> Never heard of Never it. Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> Never lost. Ah, <laughs> uh, things, things that I probably thought I failed. I would say, like, you know, sometimes I've tried to start certain things. Like, I've, I've, I've tried to start a number of different like projects mm-hmm. or issues. You know. Um, Oh, I could say easily like there's been a number of times I've started like a blog. Yeah. Right. Like I probably you could probably search for me and there's probably like two or three blogs that are unfinished. <laughs> like <laughs> 2014 or something. Or yeah. Something, right? <laughs> like oh yeah, I'm on blog and I'm a I'm a blog every day. <laughs> and there's one entry. Right. <laughs> well, Today's right. my first day. Oh. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Nothing else after that. Right. <laughs> so you know, definitely those things. I would like a year later, I'd be like, man, I failed. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I can't do this. It's not possible, right? right. And, but then um, I've I've written pieces that then have gone like semi viral, yeah, nice. right? You know, yeah. so like it's like I know I could write. I know I like a commitment to write more. Right. You know, um, I wrote a piece. I wrote a piece last year, actually around this time last year. That was um called what what the left can learn what progressive movements can learn from Ronda Rousey and Bruce Lee. Nice, <laughs> okay. And like it got on the front. Um, I did on Medium dot com and it got on the front page of Medium. Nice, dude. You know that's legit. <laughs> and then I hadn't I hadn't written like an essay or a paper before in like a few years before right, that. Right, you know right. that was like I just like 
put pen to paper and went, you know? Like, when it came to it, you were just, yeah. bam. You had the thought. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. So, like, I could look at those things where I'd be like, I've started blogs and stopped, you know? And people, and definitely I've heard from people, too, kind of snicker about mm-hmm. that, right? Like, there's other people who also make you realize you failed. <laughs> They're, like, pointing it out, right? They're pointing it out. Oh, you saw that thing over there? You failed. You should just know that. Hey, how's that blog coming along? Well, <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. And you're like, F you. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but then, but then, like, I have other things like that, like my Ronda Rousey article, or um, right. I have a couple of articles out, too, so... How do you define being in love? <laughs> define being in love. Um, I was like, being it or when you know it? Cause I was going to say like, oh, you just know it. But <laughs> I was like, being it, uh, I think like just happy and like being happy and knowing things are right. Yeah. Right. It, it doesn't mean like everything everything's okay doesn't mean like there's like agreement on everything or every single thing is a happy moment but even that's probably more of it even when there's something like let's say an argument or you feel like something went wrong with dealing with another person and you still feel like okay yeah that's like you know the that's what yeah. I'll be with, yeah. you know. Um, and you've had that. Have you been in love? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyone listen? Currently, oh, yeah. I'm like currently in love. Like, <laughs> Amazing. That's awesome. Congratulations on that. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> and you, you could probably mean like, I guess love of anything. I just took it as between two human beings. Yeah, that's why I do the in love, love. with air quotes. You right, know, right. It helps <laughs> spurn that thought. But right. I've had, you know, I mean, it's, there's so many different feelings. I think. You know, for me, like, I've been in love with music before, mm-hmm. and I am still. It's just, it sort of comes and goes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, when I'm in the studio writing a record, like, oh, man, it's on, you know? Right, right, sometimes right, right, right. I'm not really in the mood, you know? Right, right. So it just kind of depends. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, there's, just, there's definitely, like, a, a love for many things. Yeah. You know, too, right? Like, I, I really love music as well. I love dance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I love... Um, think i love the city of new york or mm-hmm. <laughs> or cities like that i love my home country family and so forth but it's like it's like when you have a connection to some things and you care for it you have like a commitment yeah uh, to like not nah, to carry on yourself yeah you know How do I approach collaboration? Interesting question because I collaborate a lot. Yeah, that's why I wanted to ask. <laughs> I want to learn. Man, I think I approach it like I try to, f- like, I think for me, bottom line, first is a bottom line of like, yo, do we, do mean this other person like click, yep. right? Do we sync, right? Like, hey, this is my idea that you have a similar idea or are you like okay let's do something right mm-hmm. um, and like from there then I guess maybe you figure out like what do y'all do best or mm-hmm. what how do you complement each other or what roles do you want to, per, to play um, how you think um, but I start from there like yo we're on the same is, I guess it's like building with someone you know yeah, or building yeah. communities like find out are we the same wavelength right. like are you and, and not just like idea but like 
are you a cool person? Right. You know, that, that's, like, been a big thing for me. Like, even if, like, there's people who are like, oh, yeah, we're very similar. And, like, I don't know if I feel like you do some, like, asshole stuff. <laughs> then I'm kind of like, that's cool. You could do your thing over there. Right. I'll do mine over here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We, we could, yeah, yeah, let's just go separate ways, <laughs> you know? Um, Have you had experiences like that where... Like that have stood out to you where it's been bad or on the flip side where it's been really good? Maybe it was hmm. unexpected or... Huh, unexpected. Good. Um, probably, so I, I, I know I've had like bad collaborations. Those are memorable. <laughs> those, those, are, those are very memorable. Because it's weird because it's like, like I think even recently I met up with a person. So a friend, mutual friend introduced me and this other person and said, y'all work on very similar things. Right, and I was like, great, and like I had actually I actually heard about this person before I realized like similar circles. Uh, we meet up and we're like we're just vibing, we're clicking, we're like, oh my god, we have the same same interests. Oh my god, you're just thinking like we're gonna work together on something in the future, right? Yeah. And then um, I'm being vague, but <laughs> it's okay. No, that's cool. It's all good. But uh, very recently, also that person. We, I was just put in a situation with that person where they, I felt like they just seemed very competitive, mm. you know, and and as as opposed opposed to like me or something else I was doing, right? And I was just like, oh, I watched that behavior, yeah, you know, and I was just kind of like, I don't want to work with this person, yeah. anymore. you know, like I was like, I could tell this is gonna be bad down the line, you know. And how do you know? Like you have these moments, like how do you know? Mm-hmm. You know that you're right. Like, how do you know that how you know? what you're feeling isn't you kind of, you're like inner child or whatever, you know what I mean? Or a fear or something, I think, you know? I think, like, for me, like, it's, um, when you just said that, it just made me think, like, I think it's, like, it's largely usually experience, yeah. right? It's, like, it's, like, I think it's, like, having some emotional intelligence, right? Sure. And, but, so you pay attention, when you have that, you pay attention to, like, behavior you pay attention to people's responses you pay attention to like how people treat other people right and so then you're like huh well if you did that in this situation how would you do that in another situation with me or so right like what's your understanding of things you know and so it's like you watch out for that it's just like being observant of like behavior yeah. human behavior and then like having experienced past experiences so like uh, i've seen things i yeah it's just like when i i see certain things i go oh no i <laughs> Not I've this seen again. That, yeah, you're like not this again. I've seen that before. No, 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 yeah, no. You know, for sure, for sure. Okay, yeah. In what ways do you hold yourself back? Oh man, so easy questions. Easy. <laughs> All right. You got yourself figured out. Yes. Because I, I, I'm so self-critical, so self-critical that, like, I think I would hold myself back by, like, not believing in myself. All right. Um, and I, I'm i a huge advocate of one believing in themselves. So, like, I believe in that. I do think I believe in myself. But definitely, like, there's definitely a lot of times where it's like, oh, yeah, I'm not the right one. I'm not good enough. Um, oh, yeah, that thing sucks. That's garbage. You know, um, case, case in point. A uh, project we're working on right now. I, I, I could be clear on this. Hey, here we go. <laughs> um, we're working with a group, you know, because um, we consult organizations, grassroots organizations, mm-hmm. on using arts and culture along with like us producing our own art art uh, products, right? 
So um, this one organization is dealing with trying to um, help organize workers to attain their own rights. And so they want a creative way of doing that. So, you know, long story short, we put them through a process, a design thinking process, and we came up with, like, you should create a comic book. Right, and they were like, "Great, you should create the comic book." <laughs> and we were like, "Okay." So, so oh, we we through our networks, we found a, a young artist out in Detroit named Kofi, who's like, I think I believe he's gonna be brilliant years to come. Um, and we we was like, Kofi, can, you know, Kofi was like, he could do the he could do the comic, whatever. Just give us a script, you know, because we wanted we was taking the issues for the workers and then putting in the story. A, a four-page um, comic book story format, and so I'm a comic book geek. Nice. I, I've been collecting comics since I was five. I try to incorporate comics into social justice things. Blah blah blah. Um, so I was like, okay, I'll write the script, and I've never written a script for before. What a way to go. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, gotta do this for a client. Um, and so like I, it took me like. No, first time. I think I think like there's like a learning curve to anything, right? So it took me weeks to like really hanker down to this four page comic strip. And when I finished it, and I kept saying, as soon as I finished, it, I said, "This is not finished." You know, I was telling my partner, like, "Can you just like, can you just like go over it and redo it, redo anything? You know, just do it." This, I was like, "I know it's gonna need changes. I know it's gonna like, this is just horrible. This can't be like a good comic." Like I kept saying, right? And it probably like delayed me. Uh, we're still on schedule. Excellent, <laughs> but I would have been done sooner because then I, I gave the I said let me just give the script to Kofi so he could start drawing something. Right, right. So I gave it to Kofi and he's like, "No, looks good." He said, um, "Maybe it's a little more dialogue here, but I'll let y'all put that in." This is great, and I was like, "No, no feed, no, it's not terrible." <laughs> like you know, I'm, I'm saying, like yeah, so, you're expecting some like serious feedback, feedback. like here criticism. No, it right. doesn't go there. This goes there. Right, right, right. Mm. And so then I finally give the script to uh, my clients just to like, hey, here's a preview script. You know, change change some words, right? Because I know like maybe I threw in some things that are vague or something. Their only edits were um, like, oh, that's a typo. And that's a typo. Yeah, this looks great or something. And I'm like, and I'm still saying, I don't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> like, Self-doubt. Like, yeah. I was like, I'm like, everyone's telling me it looks good. And I'm like, no, y'all must be wrong. I've never written a comic before. Right, right. This can't be Like, good, you don't right? believe that you can do something that you've never done before. Exactly. But exactly. you've done so many other things. Things. <laughs> and like, one of the phrases that I love, this is from my favorite book of all time, which is called Zen Guitar, mm-hmm. which I'll give you the link. Uh, it's amazing. But it's, it's, the idea is that from one, it's, the quote is, know one thing, know 10,000 things. Mm. So when you do one thing, you can extrapolate from that process and apply it to like 10,000 other opportunities, 10,000 wow. other projects. So you as someone who loves reading comic books, inherently it was in you. Mm-hmm. You've never mm-hmm. wrote a comic book before, mm-hmm. but you knew, you know, mm-hmm. because you've gone through other things. You've also started other projects. You've done so many other things. You know? mm-hmm. So from that one thing that you did or from many things, mm-hmm. you were able to do this thing. Wow. I don't know. That's what I see, you know, and I try to apply that to myself too. Right, right, right. And I think artists, you know, you could be a professional photographer Mm -hmm. and if you pick up, you know, I don't know what, if you start playing guitar, you're going to understand the base of Mm -hmm. the process, Mm -hmm. you know, I think. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. I haven't heard that before. I really like it. Yeah, <laughs> that book is amazing. Yeah, I talk yeah. about it in these interviews like all the time. If it comes, if it happens to come up, um, I'll send you the link. You should definitely check it out. It's yeah, amazing. please do. Yeah, 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 that'd be amazing. But that's cool, man. So when's the comic book due? When's it out? Um, hopefully, I think they're gonna be. I think they'll be done with it. Like we, Kofi's actually finished done. 
drawing. Um, the dialogue is there. Uh, so I think the end of February. Dude, amazing. Yeah. And are we going to be able to find it? Like the public? Yeah, yeah, yes. Right, I'll, you'll I'll have call. to send me the link. I'll, I'll send you a link. Thing. Put it Dude, up. It's sick. Awesome. Yeah. I'm excited. You know, it's, again, it's not it's not like the best things. Four pages is a short narrative. Hey. Yeah, but you know what? It's doing something. <laughs> yeah. Right? No, and it definitely. Makes, it's going to have an impact. Definitely. It counts. Let's hope it. <laughs> what will you miss the most when you're gone? Oh God. <coughs> um I think <laughs> it's so funny. I think just being alive. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about this and I was like, yo, the thing I love best about being alive is being alive. Like, like, like you're doing things, you get to see stuff, you get to see like the world unfold, you get to see history unfold. I love history. I'm like, we're all part of history where everything we do has an impact. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, I just love being like the opportunity to be a part of things and things rolling and growing. And I was like, oh my God, death is boring. (laughs) Like God, like, you know, like I thought about that. I was like, that's scary. Like nothing. There's just there possibly nothing. Like right. I hope I'm like still floating as a spirit. So I hope I hope I get I, I imagine that I will watch the world like watching TV. Yeah. That's how I envision it. Like, Hopefully the couch is comfortable. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks a lot for joining. Uh, check us out at fivequestions.me, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're on the iTunes podcast store. Check out uh, Terry and his work at intelligent misfit intelligentmischief.com. Thanks for joining.